Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we got no place to go, let's do a show, do a show, do a show. <laughs> let's do a show. It's Christmas Eve, and I'm super excited. I'm wearing a hat, and we're getting crazy. <laughs> Drew! <laughs> What's happening, man? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and happy holidays to everyone. Happy Hanukkah, if that's your thing. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, and, and if you're in Europe, of course, happy Christmas. Yeah? Uh, they don't say Merry Christmas. You know that? They say Happy Christmas? They say Happy. I kind of like that. Uh, I think Merry is, is, uh, is just... Uh, it's just a term uh, that they just try to avoid. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Don't want to have a merry time. Prefer happy. <laughs> They're not you, you guys out there, you you guys in the UK, you decide where I'm from. <laughs> Somewhere, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm super excited. This is some of my favorite time now. You know, I I do. I am a big Thanksgiving guy because it's cheaper. No yeah, presents. It's true. Uh, but. Uh, Mm. Are you a are you a open presence on Christmas Eve or wait till Christmas morning? But blasphemy! Right? Are you kidding me? It's Christmas morning. Right? Some Any people day. some people open like one present. Christmas Those Eve. people should be beaten <laughs> <laughs> and or choked. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know what? Uh, growing up, we used to get to open uh, one present, and it was usually uh, an ornament um, mm. that my mom had gotten. And we still will do that. My mom will send presents uh, for us that we open up so we can have it on the tree that night. Uh, and we used to, and it was like, it was so exciting. We get to open this one. Here it is. And they give it to us. And it would be like Christmas pajamas that you'd expect to sleep in. Right. Go put them on, you know, and then you put them on. You're like, this is scratchy. And, like, <laughs> and that's why I've been sleeping naked since I was seven. <laughs> Well, that and other reasons. Yes. Yeah. Until I started peeing the bed, that was a problem. There you go, all right? No more wetness. I am so excited. Uh, here we are. It's Christmas Eve um, on Earth. Uh, but more importantly, yes. we're like a week away from the end of this shitty, rotten, no good year. Yeah, 2020. I know. You, you have you have plans? I mean, what 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 is your what's your tradition at the Drusavine J. Drusav House uh, for Christmas or New Year's or all of it? Is this the New Year's show? Well, you, you this you is said Christmas the Christmas show. Yeah, that's true. You know, I, holidays. Holidays. I want to be all inclusive, but yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you do? Do you do open presents? Do you get presents? Do you give presents? Uh, yes, I do. We, I both get and give presents, thankfully. Uh, hey, guys out there, take this from your Uncle Noli. You want to get, you got to give. All right? You know what I'm talking about. Oh. Uncle Noli, no. 
I think right. I think Christmas will be a little different this year. I mean, because of COVID, you know. So like, uh, usually we have family that travels like from Kentucky or Texas, yeah. and so I think people are. I think we're going to be. A, it's going to be a little smaller this year, you know, for safety reasons. Plus, we, you know, have a little one on the way. So. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. You have a little baby. Yeah. Um, that's actually something uh, I. I it is diff very different this year. I don't know if people have heard about this, uh, but uh, Santa has COVID. So um, I don't want to. I don't want to disappoint a lot of the kids, but um, you're probably not going to get shit tomorrow. Call the boys and tell them to cancel Christmas. Um, poor, poor Santa. He no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, what if What if Rudolph gave it to him? Wouldn't that be a great thing for parents to sit there and like, yeah. no, the money's really low. It's like Billy. Santa has COVID. <laughs> Santa, oh my goodness. He's he like, got it like, from... Ho, ho! <laughs> Everyone's sick. Um, Sleeping with the elves. That's right. You know there's going to be families out there with like kids are going through stockings with gloves and masks, you know, goggles. All right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Wipe your hands every yeah. time, you know, every time you open a present. What is the percentage of Christmas stockings that will be stuffed with uh, Purell? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> totally. Oh, look, I got peppermint hand sanitizer. That's great. By the way, peppermint hand sanitizer is no joke. It's very good. It's minty, yet not too invasive in it's the not nostrils. Like I Vicks, it. It's not like Vicks Vapor Rub. You don't like start, your eyes don't water every time you... That's okay in a pinch, though. You just yeah. get a little Vicks Vapor Rub, <laughs> put that on your... Yeah. Um, I, I, I have a cut on my thumb. I don't know if you can see that, but I, I and I forgot about that, and I hit the alcohol. I was like, "Ha!" <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a waker upper upper. Okay, well, speaking of uh, the holidays, uh, we have some uh, topics and tangents. We need a graphic. I we hope did, we just ran a graphic. We have a graphic. I know, but is it? You know, I thought it might be one with like. Christmas lights around it, but that might be too much for Steph to do. <laughs> I think we can, we'll manage. Topics and tangents. I love this. Uh, was, Pagan pulled this stuff up. Yeah, she us, did. Right? Yeah, she uh, Thank good you ones. to the lovely Pagan over there in Ireland. Um, we're going to look at Christmas. We're talking about our Christmas traditions and, you know, what, what at least for opening presents. Did you see, isn't that funny that it just, what did we go right to? Presents. When do you open presents? That's what we talk about. I know. Like, well, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I think that's the exciting thing about Christmas for most people, right? Like, well, yeah, I mean, it, it is, it's the giving season. It's, it, it yeah. you know, but it's, uh, I don't think most people aren't like, you know what I look forward to spending an extraordinary amount of time with like in-laws, <laughs> you know, they're not like, that's my favorite part of Christmas. I think most people are like, Christmas is, you know, like I love, I think people just really, whether they'd like to admit it or not, they love getting gifts. Right, that is yeah, yeah. An Although I will admit, I mean, uh, you know, all joking aside, I, I as I've gotten older, I really do. When I find something unique and cool, yeah, that that's like not on like a list, right? I, I get really excited about that. Yeah, and I then there, if 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 it if it flops, I feel like a complete failure. <laughs> and I just go back to bed and I mope <laughs> about it. I'm like, I really thought you would like that set of coasters. Yeah. I I think you know the uh, Christmas to me is is usually highly stressful. 
and up until really? like Christmas Eve, right? Well, I'm. You mean, mean the Christmas season? You mean yeah, yeah, the, up to yeah, yeah, up to Christmas. Because I feel like the pressure to, to to exactly do what you just said, which is find that right gift for everyone. Like I I like to pers- be very personable about the gifts I buy people. Like I don't want to just buy something mm. like here's something I found on a the top ten gifts that are for somebody. You know, like I really want to like this should mean something me giving you something it should mean something you know so yeah. well uh, that, that's the point and you know what we've done today we've given a gift yes we've given a gift to all you out there all you replayers it's the gift of us and i said that with a straight face and i held the face did you see that <laughs> i did. did you see that i held that with a straight face um and you know what, my, what, some okay. ex- we got some exclusive uh Yes, we do. We have that. That is our gift. We have yeah. more exclusive Uncharted news. That's right. We have uh, exclusive photos. Again, thanks to the folks over at Sony, so uh, who, is, who are just. We have become their conduit to all things of, about the Uncharted movie uh, with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, um, and we got a couple more things. And and Drew. Uh, Drew and I were talking about it. We're looking at all the previous photos and now these, and you're like you're like a, a, a junkie for this kind of stuff. I, I'm eating it you're up, just, man. You're, you're nerd now. I'm gonna go super nerd on this. So yeah. uh, we're gonna we're gonna show you those uh, photos later, and we're gonna discuss them because we're, we're going complete conspiracy theories. We're trying to figure it out. We're zooming in on the pictures, and and you can too. So. Um, uh, and now we may get sued by Sony because they're like, you figured it out. Stop talking. But uh, I doubt it because we're not that bright. My big Christmas tradition, um, I'm wearing it. This is the Clark W. Griswold uh, Christmas uh, Christmas vacation shirt. Even says Griswold on the back. Oh, that's cool. So this is uh, Christmas morning. Uh, this is the first time I've actually worn it on Christmas Eve for you guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, this will be on my back tomorrow what's, morning. What's your favorite Christmas vacation line? How do I pick one? I don't. I, I know. That's what why. is your favorite Christmas vacation line? No, it's like I know the whole movie. I know. I know. It's all so good. Uh, Cousin Eddie, shitter's full. Right. Shitter was full. Ah. Merry Christmas, shitter's full. <laughs> uh, that one. Um, <laughs> fried pussycat. <laughs> that's a great one. You smell something? Fried pussy cat. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can go to the Cousin Eddie lines. It's like hey, uh, little subtle ones. Like, yeah. come on, kid. Let's go find your sister. Come on, boy. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Let's go find your sister. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, most people miss that one. Um, I like uh, I like the, 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 the deadpan delivery of like half the lines that just went under the radar, I think, the first time anybody ever watched the movie, but then you watch it the second time, you're like, oh my God, that is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, 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 the other ones I like, uh, just like, I'm putting in a swimming pool. Everyone, ah, I can't swim, Clark. <laughs> I know, Eddie. I can't swim, Clark. <sighs> I know that, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> little, little everything. Everything. But the, the funny, the one thing where that breaks me, every time I watch it, and I, I will watch it on like, what is it, AMC plays it on like a loop, for 24 hours, yeah. when the squirrel jumps out of the tree and runs around, everyone's going, I'm going to go in there, smash it with a hammer. Ah! And the grandmother faints. And he walks in, and he's walking in looking for it. Do you see it? 
And he goes, Mom, don't move. And she's gone on the, she's out cold. And the, the, his father, he goes, I'm going in there. He goes, I'm going in with him. Like it's like a World War II. He's going into Iwo Jima. Yeah. And they do this thing. He goes, do you see it, Dad? And he turns and it's on his back. And it does that slam to, the, to the, his father's face. He goes, squirrel! <laughs> Breaks me. <laughs> breaks me every time uh okay so uh, good. It, it, seriously it breaks me every time yeah. I, can't, I can't get over that uh let's see pagan uh pulled this up the christmas traditions around the world uh some of these are fascinating let's uh get through them japan japan has been um taken in by the marketing of the united states due to a combination of tiny japanese ovens and which I don't know, like, they, what do they use? Easy bake ovens? I don't get that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that you maybe, may, well, well, let's see. They eat a lot raw fish and raw, okay, rice cookers and raw fish. Why do you need an oven? Yeah, you don't. And a clever marketing campaign by those shifty Americans, they convinced locals that fried chicken is a traditional American Yuletide feast. So reservations on Christmas Day to Kentucky fried chicken restaurants have to be made. You need a reservation. Yeah. To, we take, we get the bucket of chicken in a drive-through <laughs> and in Japan, they're sitting down, uh, at KFC, KFC is that kind of place. Yeah. There's something that warms my heart that the fact that like everyone in Japan is like thinking like Kentucky fried chicken, like the home, my home state of Kentucky yeah. is like such, has such a warm and endearing moment for the Japanese culture during Christmas. Mm. And and you know what? When I think of Kentucky Fried Chicken, of course, I think of our guest today, Sean Astin. Put that photo up. <laughs> isn't, isn't that great? Uh, we're going to explain that later. Stay tuned. Uh, uh, wow. Yes. Austria. Austria's Krampus. In Austria, St. Nicholas has an evil counterpart called Krampus. Uh, I've seen the movie. Not yeah. a fan. I think it's horseshit. <laughs> uh, he's the bad cop to St. Nick's good cop. He is not a bad cop to good night. He is Just, evil murdering cop to yeah. good cop. Yeah. Uh, Demon-like creature with one task to punish bad children before Christmas. Uh, men dress and eat devil costumes, roam the streets carrying chains and a basket for abducting especially bad children and hauling them to hell. Okay, we need to talk about Austria. Yes. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know what? Do you know what this reminds me of? One of the one of my most terrifying memories in movie history, and I I know who Krampus is, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the guy who went around and got snatched the kids. Yeah, you remember that dude? Yeah, the nose and it. Terrified of that guy. My ears. If I ever met that actor, if he's still alive, I would I would. I would hurt him. I would hurt him. <laughs> Sleepless nights. Terrifying. He's Krampus. Um, why? Why do we have to have it's like something but I bet, horrible? I bet all of Austrians' kids are like super well behaved. They're like, oh shit. <laughs> like, but, but is it for that or is it just like, I don't do they, know. it's like, oh my gosh, I lived to see Christmas Day. <laughs> uh, what a joyous day. No, uh, Austria, you got to end that. Too much evil, too much darkness. Uh, speaking of darkness, Guatemala, <laughs> you're up. Uh, Guatemala and the burning of the devil. Locals believe that the devil 
and other evil spirits live in the dark, they do, uh, dirty corners of your home, of course. Therefore, they spend the week before Christmas sweeping up, collecting rubbish, and then piling everything in a huge heap outside. Uh, finally, an effigy of the devil is placed on top of the whole heap of shit, and it's set on fire. It's called La Quema del Diablo, the burning of the devil. The idea is for Guatemalans to burn all the bad from the previous year and start a new year from out of the ashes. Wow. Burn all the bad. You're going to have a lot. You're going to have a huge mountains of shit yeah. for 2020. Yeah. <laughs> 2020 people are just lighting their whole home on fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> They're just like, uh, what? What? Well, every, the whole neighborhood burned down. Yeah. We're starting over. Catalonia. Did we check, fact check Pagan on this? Because this is... <laughs> this is even even for retro replay this is this is pushing it catalonia and cagatio the defecating log oh yeah you heard that right uh the defecating the pooping log um which is kind of redundant um <laughs> this is okay i'm i'm gonna read this to you <laughs> locals in catalonia create a character out of a log Draw a face on it, give it a hat. Then they spend a fortnight feeding it fruit, nuts, and sweets. I don't know how you feed a log things. Well, you just shove it in there. You yeah. shove it in a log. Yeah. Uh, so it's a hollow log. Yeah, kind of like a pinata. Okay, it's like a pinata. We're going. But it's a log. On Christmas Eve, the entire family then beats the log with sticks and sings a traditional song that translates to, quote, if you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick until the log excretes or defecates all the treats. It's the pooping log. I love this. People beat a log. Yeah. Literally beat the shit out of a log yep. uh, while singing a song. Is that cultish to you? Is that weird? Eh, I mean, you know. Catalonia. <laughs> the pooping log. The defecating log. The log that shits candy. Merry Christmas. I feel like we should go to Spain next year for Christmas. You want to go to Spain next year? Yeah. Do you know who uh, went to Spain? You did. For a certain movie. That will tell you who went to Spain. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> to meet my former self, Nathan Drake, in his 20s. He is incredibly successful, talented, and has a British accent. But uh, it's like looking in a mirror. It really is. Um, oh, that was a little teaser for, again, more exclusive Uncharted movie uh, items uh, in this episode. Very excited. It's Nathan Drake and the Pooping Log. Did I just give away the title? I just gave away the title. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to edit that out. Oh, no. Um, Sorry, Sony. Drew, uh, it, gonna, it, it is a hell of a show. What, yeah. what, what, are we gonna Are we gonna go through the photos? I want to go through the photos. Can we go through the photos? You want to go through the photos of uh, Uncharted? Yeah. Uh, oh. Maybe later. Oh. Maybe later. Maybe later. Well, what are we're we gonna, gonna teach you a little long because because we have um, what do we uh, we 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 have we have Sean Astin. Oh my God. Coming today. I mean, this is yeah. So Sean Astin, like. Um, uh, I, I've loved him since Goonies because, um, you know, that was my, that was like, you know, it was really Indiana Jones before, you know, for kids. Yeah. Just one of the classic movies of all time. 
one of my favorites. And uh, also, um, I mean, a lot of people know that's, that's young Josh Brolin in that movie. Yeah, it is. Amazing. And Anne Ramsey. Oh, yeah, yeah, Anne Ramsey. Oh, that's my other favorite guy from Christmas Vacation. Hey, Clark, since you're not doing anything productive, run outside and get my stogies. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. Shh. Oh, my God, I love that show. Uh, uh, Sean Astin's been in everything. Yeah. I'm um, proud that, uh, to know him, um, but Goonies. Uh, one of my personal favorites, Rudy. About a Notre Dame football player, which is, uh, as you know, college football is near and dear to my heart if you watched last week's episode. And then, and then of course, Lord of the Rings. Yep. Not if I stick you first. Sam! Um, and then Stranger after all that, he's come back to Stranger Things, which yeah. he was, uh, that, that season two of Stranger Things, he's my favorite character. No. And spoiler alert. Oh, no. He, he doesn't make it. Maybe. Maybe he'd live somehow. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just hopeful. I'm hopeful he'll come back. Maybe those things went to yeah. eat him and then they looked and they went, <gasps> Samwise? Are you Samwise Gamgee? <laughs> Can I get a picture with you? I won't even eat you. I'm a huge fan. Um, you know what my, my favorite, uh, like this is an old school 80s movie that he was in, was uh, Toy Soldiers. Did you ever see Toy Soldiers? Oh, yeah. I have to wash this shit after every meal. No, I've I've seen most of his things, yeah. and the funny thing is, it's it's strange being in this business because then you get out there and you start uh, you get to work with people. And uh, first stuff I did with him, uh, uh, we we uh, uh, done done some some animation together, and then um, we did Con Man. Yeah, roll that quick clip. <laughs> Who's the flask, Bilbo? Jerry Lansing, just outdoing everybody. I love the fact that I called him Bilbo. And I think during that taping, he looked at me, he goes, you know I played Samwise. I'm like, yeah, that's the joke. My guy my guy doesn't care or know. You know, um, you're a hobbit. I don't care. Jerry Lansing, boom. And he's he's just, he's just, and he's just salt of the earth guy. He's just one of the, the nicest, most interesting people. So, yeah, so I think... Uh, I think, you know, without further ado, uh, let's get him on the phone, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Sean Aston. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hey, it's time to take a moment and give a shout out to today's sponsor, NordVPN. It's time to get secure and private access to the internet with the VPN that tech experts at Wired, The Verge, CNET, TechRadar, and more recommend. Now, I'm as guilty as the next guy. If there's an internet connection out there, I'm going to connect to it, whether it's at the coffee shop or at the airport. I mean, pretty sure that Drew is hacking into our studio Wi-Fi here, so I'm definitely using NordVPN to protect my data. Cherry on top, they have a feature called CyberSec that blocks malware and those annoying ads that autoplay at full blast. So, protect yourself while you're doing your holiday shopping with a special NordVPN holiday deal. You're going to get 68% off of a two-year plan, and you're going to get an additional four months free. Ah, that's right, free. So just go to nordvpn.com slash retro replay and use our coupon code retro replay. Look, it's easy, okay? You just open the app, you pick a region, then, I don't know, you watch Krampus from Austria. Who cares? 
you can have up to six simultaneous connections, so I got the whole family using it, especially Cooper, because, you know, never know what he's watching. He's my son after all. Very, very proud. Like I said, just go to nordvpn.com slash retro replay, use the coupon code retro replay, and get 68% off of a two-year plan, and then get additional four months for free. Okay? 24 months for four months free. It's 28 months. It's 28 months, right, Drew? Think so. 28 months for free. Krampus is evil. Here he is, it's Sean Astin. Hey, pal. How's it going, big guy? Look at you. It's a, it's a sunny uh, sunny day there. I thank God that we have this backyard. I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like, like what would you do? Yeah. Where, where would you go? What would you do if you didn't have, like, you know, I think about that a lot. Like, when the pandemic hit, I remembered my days when living in just a tiny apartment in New York, and I thought, oh, God, thank you for not having me. Well, you know, our, the governor put out this thing the other day, and it's like, don't go outside, don't do anything. To, you know, the, it's like this is as bad as it's been in the whole time. And then he said, and there's a list of things that are okay. And then it was like skiing, jogging, cycling, running, aerobo. You know, like it was this long list of, of activities that like, you know, I think even the government understands that people, you have See, to like move your body. You have to do stuff. Yeah, but so. may, maybe, or, or just hear me out. It's just a conspiracy to lower the obesity levels in California. It could be. They're just well, trying to get people balance, in shape. They're sh listen. They're shutting. Hey, they're shutting down restaurants, encouraging exercise. I think I'm. I, maybe I'm crazy. But <laughs> well, I'm just thinking what, when people are at home for extended periods of time, what are they likely to eat? Uh, their kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's necessarily, I mean, it's an opportunity to like do things you've never done before. Like you learn how to cook and, and all that kind of stuff. But the odds are people are eating crap food. And yeah. just because the governor says you can do all of those active things doesn't mean people are actually doing it. So I think it's inversely proportional. And I think people are likely not necessarily on a weight loss trajectory during the pandemic but you never know you thus, never know thus, I, i'm just saying right, that but thus if, he's opening up the opportunity to, to ski bike run and hike that's all i'm saying yeah see yeah. oh see listen sean's way smarter than me drew <laughs> so i think i just i may have stumped him there <laughs> yeah because maybe. well there's there's like there's intelligence and then there's like pandemic intelligence <laughs> yeah well which like, which has been seriously lacking in this country I ain't gonna wear a mask. It's un-American. Uh, no, it's 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 science. Please wear a mask. Don't breathe oh. them. I'm not afraid. I'm afraid you're gonna get me sick. Please go. I know it's so it's so upsetting on so many levels. I I think about the amount of people. I did a tweet the other day where I I listed battles. You know, like Gettysburg. Yeah. 20, 2700. I'm just throwing out the numbers now, but it's somewhere in that range. You know, the you know like Hurricane Katrina. The that all these things that are in our in our knowledge and our historical appreciation, it's like wow, those are no Pearl Harbor, you know, Normandy Day, things that like in yeah. your mind, oh my God, we there are documentaries about it. There are you know, and yesterday alone was just as much as any of those. Yeah, one day. Yeah. And, and, you know, people are like, oh, well, you know, do you know how many people die in car accidents? Do you know how many people die in, you know, heart attacks or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, but this is like, this is if, if 2,000 people, if, if almost 3,000 people died in a traffic accident in a day, that'd be like a bad, 
do that many people die in traffic accidents every day? That would, would be a big, need... that'd be a big, that's like, like a, a, a 38 lane highway. I think that would be. <laughs> I don't know. We need more stop signs. We need like, you know, speed limit reduce. I don't know. You'd try, you'd do something, I would think. Yeah. Anyhow. Or, or anyhow, it's going to be all the people so driving Teslas that because I, explode. For the first couple months, I was like worshiping the sun god every day. I'm like, ah, oh, think of the vitamin D. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, it's all the way outside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that three steps over to get sun. I don't know who can who can do it. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 been uh it, it has been a crazy time. I don't know why um it hasn't been taken seriously. And and I one thing that I read recently is that the wearing of masks and the people who are against that, the one thing that's interesting is and I think it's twofold. That's another one of my theories, but the actual flu, the seasonal flu that we normally get. I know a couple of people who've gotten that. They're worried, oh my gosh, I may have COVID, but no, it's just the seasonal flu. But those numbers, because of mask usage and the social distancing, are so far down um, mm. that they're like, you see, it it does work as far as, uh, you know, uh, transmittal uh, rates. The, the mask and social distancing, distancing does work. Uh, so maybe way ahead going of you. forward, it's way just a, a feature that some people will be wearing masks like during flu season. Yeah, but the other thing is after. it's because also because kids aren't in school. Because I don't know if you remember, I've never been sicker than when my kids were, uh, you know, uh, in school. Well, that's uh, the thing. So, yeah. so the guidance now is kids can go to school. Like they're saying Fauci and all those people saying school is a good place for them to be. The numbers there are very low. And I'm like, yeah, but. Isn't it like a fishing? I think of of my kid as like a worm on a fishing pole, you know, and you throw her into the pool of all the kids, you know, and then you reel one in and, you know, the odds of them being. Yeah. So they all get sick at the same time. I don't know. Just basic things that human beings, we're going to have to learn. I'll tell you what we do. We stay inside and we watch Christmas movies. Let's make, let's turn this ship around. What's your favorite all time holiday movie? Uh, and, and And if you don't know mine, look at my outfit. Do you know what this is from? Do you remember? Let me give you another Slap shot. Let me give you a clap shot. Well, that's going to be that's going to be a Chevy Chase thing, but maybe Chevy Chase thing. Maybe have you seen a movie? It's Christmas Vacation. Of course, it's Chevy Chase. I think my dad was in Christmas Vacation. What? No, he was in European Vacation. Yes, no, the Griswolds. Good talk, Russ. No, but I yeah, I thought it was Slap Shot. Oh, that's right. He was no, not Slap. Well, Slap Shot, another great movie. Uh, but that's for another not time. A, not a Christmas movie. Not a Christmas All right, movie. A Christmas movie. Favorite Christmas movie. Well, we every year we make a, an effort to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, absolutely. We, we watch it. You know, I say I think mine are mine are It's a Wonderful Life uh, for like the classic. I mean, Jimmy Stewart and I mean, it's just you have to you have to watch it. I always cry in the same spot in that movie. Uh, I, so uh, okay, uh, is it Zuzu's Petals? Well, no, I think at that point, well, there, there may be a happy tear. No, that when, when he gets, they get married, like he finally accepts the fact that he's never going to get to travel. And so the joy in his life is yeah. going to be that he gets to get married and they're going to, they, they find, they're going to travel together. And then there's a run on the bank and he's like, I, it, Mary, I have to, you know, and he goes to the bank and she shows up in yeah. the bank. He's trying to stop people from, you know, panicking. And the, and they're like, I want my money. I need my money. Give me my yep. money. And Potter's like, I'll buy your, you know, dollar on the thing. Yeah, pennies on the dollar. And she comes in, Mary comes in with the wad of cash that they're going to use to see the world. And it offers it up to save the town. I'm like, every time. Yeah. How much do you need? Hey, 
I got $2,000. And then, then he goes and he gets to have sex with Donna Reed in a haunted mansion that night. It's, That's true, with Bert well, Ernie uh, yeah. guiding the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're singing yeah. outside, looking in the windows. Freaks. A lot of people don't know that. If you really, show. if you really break down some of those movies, it, I don't know. But uh, there's always Bay. a debate about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not, which is not a debate because it's obviously a Christmas movie. Um, okay, we're gonna go here. <laughs> oh, it's a Christmas movie. Come on, no, I, was, well, I didn't even bring that up. To have I didn't know. A I didn't know. You know. Well, no, it's been debated on this show before, and I did finally. You know, I okay, it's a Christmas movie, but I, but I just don't know if it's. A Christmas movie or a movie set at Christmas? I can't quite, uh, but it, it, it's so, so I, because because it's kind of like, because that movie would exist without, if it was in the middle of uh, 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 the summer, it's a, and it was a summer release, just saying. Uh, no, so, I think that it doesn't have the same charm, the same, the same poetic uh, release, if, He's not singing Christmas if the if the 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 officer isn't okay. singing Christmas carols if there isn't I mean the the song at the end of the movie it, well the weather outside is frightful like you yeah, what okay. happens what's this what's the song you have at the end of the movie if it's not a Christmas uh, if that, it's summertime are you, are you singing like uh, 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 like okay, okay, that's an it's an interesting okay. I, I that's like that's a pretty good point. They did end yeah. with that kind of music. It's a Christmas party. What's it going to be otherwise? Just a cocktail party? Yeah. Oh, it, you it could have been. We've taken over your cocktail party. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and I think the fact that they attack on Christmas yeah. and they're that's German, it. although are they German or Austrian? We also learned about Austrian Krampus, and there's a movie called Krampus about. The evil, it's the evil, like Santa's evil twin or something that like kills children before Christmas. Horror movie at Christmas time. Um, and that, and so you think about it. So maybe, oh, okay. So now I'm making this up as I go, but maybe that's what, what he was. He was like, do you have my detonators? He was like, he was Krampus. <laughs> he was the evil clan. That is very interesting. I had not. That's an well, Austrian folklore. Of course, as you say, reinforces the Christmas theory. I didn't even mean for this to be a debate. I mean, I thought this was subtle. No, no, law. no. I loved it. I don't, I would never debate you in most things because you're far too, too smart. No, no, no. You're, you're the, the, well, your audience would know this, but it's yeah. deceptive how smart you are. No, they, right? they, 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 it's deceptive. You know what? You'd, Nolan, be, you'd be really like, surprised. <laughs> That's what uh, I noticed. We work together and, and uh, you're like, oh, there's fun. No, and then you say stuff. And you're like, damn, I better be on my game. Uh, it's because I, I read headlines. I just read the headlines and stuff. I, I just, I skim things. Uh, I, I, low, I know a lot. I know a little about a lot. And I just fool people because they don't see me very often. I just move into a room, say something. That don't I read. ruin my impression now. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't like, you know. Well, actually, the, the, the great Sean Astin, um, we were talking earlier about your career. Um, loved you as Goonies because I wanted to be your friend. Because, um, do you know what I found out? That you uh, are actually, and I, you're, you're just a little bit younger than me. Uh, you, I'll be 50 in February, so. I, the I turned 50 on Halloween. And I and would I was. You, would you like to be made an official Goonie right now? Oh, oh my God! Wait, is that a thing? It's a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold I on. I can do that. I have the power. 
<laughs> By the way, I, I'm not even joking. Yes, I, I want to be. I, if there's an oath. You have to take an oath. I swear, to, I, I'm not joking. Do I, I'll do whatever. I know I need you. To do. I know you for a long time now, Nolan. I know. I know who you are. I know your character. I know. Uh, I, I know. I know. Well, your likes and dislikes and your hobbies. But the the. Uh, I have the, an. I even have an inhaler. I'm not kidding. I have an inhaler, which is not required, during, but it's fine. During hay fever, I have one because I. <laughs> And I, it was like, it was okay, like, I never the, wanted to show anyone, but after the Goonies and Sean Aston, I was like, and people were like, what are you? I'm like, Goonies. And they're like, oh, that's cool. Asthma yes, became I, cool. I've been given much of credit you. for making, for popular, for making uh, asthma inhalers cool. I want to be a Goonie. So, okay. This, I, I by the way, this is a big it, moment. Yeah. This is not planned, everybody. This is not planned, but I, I do this. Okay. Here comes the oath. Are you ready? Can you sit up, you lazy bastard? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Raise your right hand and repeat yep. after me. This is the actual oath. Okay, I. I. State your name. State your name. Yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> I, know. I, Nolan North. Will never betray my goondock friends. Will never betray my goondock friends. We'll stick together until the whole world ends. We'll stick together until the whole world ends. Through heaven and hell and nuclear war. Through heaven and hell and nuclear war. Good pals like us will stick like tar. Good pals like us will stick like tar. In the city or the country or the forest or the boonies. In the city or the, the country city or, or the, the country. In the city or the, or the country or the, the forest or the boonies. I'm proudly declared one of the goonies. I'm proudly declared one of the goonies. Congratulations, Nolan Lord. You're now an official goonie, brother. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> He's verklempt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a little moved by that. <laughs> I didn't. Thank you. That's real. Ah! By the way, I'm seriously. This is the best Christmas present I, I could get. I mean, that's unbelievable. <laughs> you don't understand. I mean, I, I loved that movie. I worshipped that movie, and, and actually, we were talking about it because it, it's it's. It, I think it, you know the love of that kind of movie and Indiana Jones, and then you know from my ability to go play. Uh, a character like Nathan Drake in, in Uncharted, and to, which was so Goonies. I mean, One-Eyed Willie, aside from the joke we all made when I was a kid, like, One-Eyed Willie, what are they looking for? Uh, yeah, but, I, I, it took me a long time to realize that they probably intended that joke. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, just sitting there, and I mean, oh, uh, God. Uh, it's a, thank you. That was really, really cool. Because the funny thing is, like, so the, the fact that I've gotten to know you and, and to become friends with you is, is you're you're kind of one of like those uh, bucket list friends that that you never can't believe that uh, you're friends with the guy that you loved in that movie. And then um, Rudy, uh, you know, which is like one of one of the fun, most phenomenal performances uh, that uh, in films. I mean, I I, I love that film. Um, and as you know, the best co thing about Rudy, college football fan here, big time. So um, I know you are. What did you do? What are you doing this year with college football? Um, it's a little bit so, about it. And I don't know if you saw this last week. Um, uh, I our episode last week. I'm I'm in Washington gear. My son got an offer. He's to, he's, he's committed to the University of Washington to play football. So they, were they Huskies? Yeah. Are, are they Husky? They're the Huskies. Yeah. So, uh, so go, and go ahead. you didn't mind it at all because it's your son, right? Like you, no. it's amazing what your kids do to you. They, yeah. you know, all no, of a sudden if it's their life and their happiness, you're like, I don't care. Yep. It's all, and it's all about that. And now it's just like, how do I adjust my schedule over the next four years to be in Seattle every weekend or wherever they're playing? It's like, oh, we're playing Michigan. Well, I'm going to Michigan. 
It's like, oh, we're playing uh, playing LSU next week. Well, I'm going to Baton Rouge. Let's go. Uh, your son, your son's not playing. Isn't on the team. Yeah, he will be next year. He's a kicker. Yeah, he he's committed. I was going to say he's a kicker. He's committed to play football. That he's Rudy, but better than Rudy. <laughs> yeah, because Rudy essentially was like in on one play. So that's why, you know, everyone is better. Anyone who's ever played football is better than Rudy. <laughs> anyone who's ever been in two plays. Well, the is- cool thing is, I don't know, uh, but um, a Notre Dame kicker named John Carney, uh, he is uh, one of Jarrett's coaches. He's a NF- long NFL uh, time player. And he is a Notre Dame player, so uh, there's a little that bit. That is awesome. But you're still the Notre a Dame diaspora. You're the guy. It's probably true with every college, but because I did uh, Rudy and was affiliated with Notre Dame, I, you're aware of it. The, oh, yeah. the impact of that school on the sport and just on just throughout the country is uh, is it's just amazing how it how it proliferates like that. I remember um, New 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 Rick Newheisel, yeah. Yeah, so we play, We were in some golf term golf tournament together. We were at uh, we were at the it, it was the ESPN. Um, it's the ESPYS. They have the ESPYS. Yeah, I know what they are. Right. Okay. I've never I'm been invited. I'm very jealous. I'm so, but we were we were at a golf tournament. I occasionally get. I'm a terrible golf. I'm terrible at everything, basically. But, but the we went there and we were sitting together. And he said, "I want to tell you something." He said, "When I was at." When I was at Washington, he was coaching Washington, right? Yep. Before he coached, I am exhausting every ounce of my college football knowledge right here. It's okay. Once that's we finish, I finished his sentence. I that's it. I'm done. I don't know anything else. But he was. Um, uh, he said when he was at Washington before UCLA, Notre Dame came to recruit him. He said, and you know they're not allowed to give you stuff. You know they're not allowed to. They can't give you a car and say come right. come coach for us. They can get there's a there's a financial amount. He said so. They gave me this little bag. He said there were nine Rudy DVDs in it. He said you should know that they that that's that the university that's what they you know that for them. I mean that's a think of that moment. Think of that wow. like who they are and who he is and whatever. So the fact that I've somehow weaselled my way into the middle of that uh, exchange is is. Uh, it's in, it's inappropriate basically, well, but, it's, uh, it's, but, it's but awesome. yeah, no, it's, it's the best thing about the movie though, is, uh, aside from what it means about football and what it means, you know, the call, you know, the, the music, Jerry Goldsmith's score for Rudy is one of the greatest movie compositions of, uh, you know, scores of all time. And he actually, he was a guy who won Oscars and had a brilliant long career, um, Patton and, Oh, he did tons of TV oh, wow. shows that we're, we all know, and um, but he wasn't. But nobody really paid attention to that score when it came out. Uh, the the film was essentially, I think, the quote from the studio was it was a disappointment, a box office disappointment. Um, you know, at Hoosiers they spent, I think, huh. these numbers are going to be wrong, but my infantile mind remembers like eight million dollars to make. Hoosiers and it grossed 60 or 70 or 80 million and Rudy I think they spent 15 million to make and it grossed like 25 million the people who love Rudy it, it developed its audience over time with video and cable and so yeah. on and so forth and it's been an amazing story like that about how how it's just become this thing that you know for in the sports world and you know it's it, inspirational movies and stuff but but the score, Jerry Goldsmith's score, they use it for everything with the Olympics and Super Bowl and to promote other movies. And it's just like when you hear 
those the score it just instantly creates an emotional feeling it it sends you to another place and yep. and uh so if you ever if you're ever uh bored and and want to test my theory just as it's getting to the final game when rudy maybe he's going to get in or isn't going to get in press mute and watch it on mute cuz then you're like Oh, good for him. He got in. What's for dinner? <laughs> See, do you know what I do? I do that with, with uh, scary movies. I, and when I get too scared, yeah. I just mute them. And just like, then it's never that. Ah, ah, scream. It's just like, it's like, oh, she's yeah. dead. Now. I hide under the, co- I watch them under the covers. I, wa- I just I don't watch them. I just leave. I just don't need it. Switching topics, going over to uh, your turn as Samwise. Real quick, uh, Lord of the Rings. What does it take to do a franchise because uncharted they're hoping this becomes a series of movies obviously you know they want to do that kind of stuff so what is what what do you think it takes to 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 to, i mean obviously tolkien don't say tolkien because that would be (laughs) that would be too easy it also had a good score okay so here's the thing lord of the rings was made as one movie yes we made all three all three no but in terms of franchise it wasn't like you know, Ghostbusters, and it came out, and it was a big hit, and it took a long time, and then finally That's they true. did a scene, right? This was like they knew December, 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 2001, 2002, 2003. They, like it was from when we started in 99, they, you know, that was a set thing. Right. So I don't think of it, I, I guess it was a franchise technically, but in terms of the our, our traditional, like, emotional experience to, like, falling into the, you know, it, 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 the beginning, middle, and an end. You can't just have the first movie. It doesn't end. True. All right, you know that's what I mean? true. All yeah. the other, every other franchise, the, at the end of the movie, at the end of each movie, that could be it. Even, I mean, you know, maybe not Star Wars. Maybe Star, maybe, maybe that's not true at all. It's felt true. But the, um, <laughs> but when it, when it came to The Hobbit, I remember going to Peter Jackson. I had never read The Hobbit. And we were sitting on, you know, on stage there at Stone Street Studios down in uh, Wellington, New Zealand. And uh, it was a lot of sitting around. What do you need to be able to do a trilogy? Patience. It's like <laughs> you yeah. sit around is forever. But the uh, but I remember reading The Hobbit cover to cover, sitting in my dressing room and running in to see Peter on the stage. I mean, like, Peter, are you going to do The Hobbit? And he goes, no, 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 I'm not going to do The Hobbit. I was like, why not? He said, there's not enough material for a full movie. What? There's enough material so, for three, obviously. We had Graham McTavish well, they, on these. They'll tell you about it. So that's that's the thing. I mean, I think I think what that shows is that the there's an audience for it. What do you need? You need a an audience. I was absolutely convinced because I'm Nostradamus that they would make the Hobbit, uh, uh, and they said for the longest time they wouldn't make it because the the rights to the story were split. Like the movie mm. rights had been purchased. Uh, and and the the book rights were they couldn't marry up the companies that had the rights. Right. So and I was like, there's just no way these movies have each made a billion dollars. There's they will figure you know, you know half of a half of a billion is five hundred million. I'm good at that. The pool is peeing. I don't know if you can hear that. The um, yeah, you sure that's not you? You're so approaching they, they, I'm like, of course they're going to figure that out. So they figured it out. The audience, if there is the the weird thing is Goonies. Goonies, people have wanted a sequel. I think that this, the, the audience for a Goonies sequel would be uh, through, the, through the roof. Uh, I mean, it's everywhere I go my whole life, people are like, is there going to be a sequel? Is there going to be a sequel? And they haven't done it. And the reason they haven't done it is because Steven Spielberg, ha- like he, 
he he sent me a poster when I was I don't know fourteen or no maybe I was maybe I was eighteen. So I was thirteen when the movie came out. Thirteen or fourteen when the movie came out. When I was eighteen, his assistant came over to my house. He was a bud. And he brought a poster, one of these really cool, you know, full-size movie posters. And Steven Spielberg had signed it to me. Sean, I'm still a Goonie. How about you? Question mark. Steven. So he was like, are you up for a sequel? And I'm like, sure. (laughs) Of course. Like if Steven Spielberg does a sequel. So he wanted to do it. In fact, really? he's he's he said a lot of he said some cool things to me about other movies, about E.T. and other movies. I think every filmmaker envisions, you know, you always thought of this on every movie you've ever done. Somebody's like, what's the sequel going to be? And usually it's a joke. But like, what's the Rudy sequel going to be? Uh, the story of how he gets his movie made. You know, what's the but when it came to Goonies, he 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 didn't um, he hasn't figured out the magic. It was a very special time in the 80s. With where yeah. kids' movies weren't uh, so precise. Now you see kids' movies, you know, action adventure movies and whatever, and they're like made with the same level of, you know, money and and executive sensitivities and I don't know how to put it, but they're just they're all like professional movies. When Goonies came out, kids' movies were still like. You know, they were kids movies. They, yeah. They're movies that they were aspirational movies. They, they didn't necessarily look like Raiders of the Lost Ark or, or whatever. else. So the idea that they could treat a kid's pirate movie like a big movie, uh, but keep that sensibility. I mean, there's so many like mistakes in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't know. Bloopers. I don't want to know about mistakes. But that's the charm of it. If you ever if you watch it again, it is. First of all, it's so campy. I forgot when I came, when I watched it, it was like I thought it was Raiders of the Lost Ark for kids. Well, watch it with a group of people around a campfire, like when they pr- project it up on the thing. It is the goofiest, campiest, like you know, people. It's like Rocky Horror Picture Show. People are like, yeah, talking back at the screen and you know, saying the lines along with the movie and you know, sloth and you know, hey, you got you know, like all that kind of all that. John, kind of stuff. I was so, John Matuzak. A lot of people don't know that sloth was John Matuzak. John Matuzak uh, uh, Raiders. That's right. Well, actually, in the movie, he's wearing a Raiders sloth is wearing a Raiders shirt. You may not realize that, but it's faded. I don't, th- I don't think I did. But it is. It is noticeably, distinctively present that he is wearing a sloth shirt and when he when he does his big reveal he tears it open and it reveals a superman shirt he goes sloth like he's superman superman was directed by richard donner the director of the goonies like oh wow right so there's like there's there are layers of things there's such goofy stuff in the goonies that you but my point is like i want to watch it with you now movie (laughs) after the movie people are always thinking about like it's so hard to get a movie made. It's so hard. It's just amazing that anything oh, yeah. ever gets made. And particularly stuff that's good, that when you're around and you see it being made and you're like, wow, this is like really good. This is going to be good. The, if the thought is, how do I extend it? How, what if we, can we come back and do this again? Like, this is too much. Like with, with us, with Turtles, five years, like I wanted more. Yeah. What's the seat? Can there be a sixth season? Can the, so, and in, and in some cases, when it comes to something like, I mean, with Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling just kept writing. You know, with yeah. uh, with with a certain, you know, it was like it's a, it was a, it was a, if you knew that you were a typewriter, that you were typing, you know, I wonder how many millions of dollars per sentence 
those <laughs> those movies made. You know what I mean? Like, would yeah. you stay at the typewriter and keep typing if you just knew that it was? To, and and it's also like you're, um, you're puppeteering in a sense. You know, yeah. when you write a movie, you're you're thinking of the story, you're thinking of the characters, you're you're thinking of the setting, you're thinking of the 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 ideas, you know, what's at stake in the movie or whatever. And then when the movies get made, it's like, my God, that actor brought that character to life or, oh, that filmmaker put that sequence together. And it's, it's so beautiful. Once you're in a sequel, everybody like is puppeteering those characters that they already know. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, but you know what's funny? I remember saying to my daughter once who's drama and like, she's great. Allie. I don't know if you met Allie down in uh, in San Diego once, but she, she, uh, she loved Friends. We loved Friends. We lo- like in the 90s, late 90s. Like, you know, we, we were down in New Zealand. We discovered Friends and it was like they were her friends. And as she got a little bit older and, you know, she did her writing, her creative writing, and we would write little plays and movies together and do stuff like that. I said, would you want to um, would you want to write an episode of Friends? And she went, no, 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 I, no, 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 I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm like, why not? And she's like, you know, basically because then they wouldn't be real. Oh, they wouldn't. Yeah, For wouldn't her, in a way, her, those characters, the way be, they're real. You know, you, you, you can think of what Monica did. You can think of what, you know, what Chandler did. So when it comes to sequels, which is I started this long spiel, uh, I think that that whole there's a whole thing going on there. You know, franchises, people want their experience of something they loved, even Ghostbusters, you know, and people love to love to hate on stuff. Everybody's, everybody's a critic, you know, everybody literally with social media, everyone is actually literally a a critic. And uh, so you can talk about how this, you know, you should never have done that. It failed, you know, this, this, that, or the other thing, the way I always looked at it was like, you, you can never take away the original thing that you love so much, it's all, always there. Exactly. So try something. Who cares? You know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If well, it, yeah, that's right. Well, I got, you know, there's been a lot of heat when they announced that Tom Holland was going to play Nathan Drake. And it, it's like, but I think it's brilliant what they're doing because, uh, you know, fans met Nathan Drake when he was in his early 30s through through his mid-40s. You know, they played those games and aged with him. This movie's saying, well, wait a minute, where was he during his 20s? Because the games never did that. So rather than do a one-to-one adaptation, they're doing something unique. And I think that's great. And uh, so you can talk about how this, you know, you should never have done that. It failed. You know, this, this, that, or the other thing. The way I always looked at it was, like, you, you can never take away the original thing that you love so much. It's all, always there. Exactly. So try something. Who cares? You know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If well, it, yeah, that's right. Well, I got, you know, there's been a lot of heat when they announced that Tom Holland was going to play Nathan Drake. And it, it's like, but I think it's brilliant what they're doing because, uh, you know, fans met Nathan Drake when he was in his early 30s through through his mid 40s. You know, they played those games and aged with him. This movie's saying, well, wait a minute, where was he during his 20s? Because the games never did that. So rather than do a one-to-one adaptation, they're doing something unique, and I think that's great. Where it's okay. You know, like when you first, the begin, the movie starts, it might be a little bit like, some people will be like, yes, and other people will be like, I don't know. But there will come a moment where all oh, of a sudden, be great. 
the music, the costume, the something, something will happen, and that's it. You're back in it again, and you don't care. And yeah, it, and you know, and you he's know this great. Going to- he's great too. I mean, he, you know, I mean, he's so athletic. He's a phenomenal dancer, and he's just like a gymnast, and he's doing a lot of uh, the, his own stunts in there. And and he's the great thing when I when I got to meet him is he said he's a huge fan. And I think there's something when the lead actor is a fan of the material they're doing, he wants to honor that 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 franchise that he's he's loved and do it. You know, he gets to go out there and, and play right. that character. So that, that, uh, right. I I think it's going to be successful. I I really do. Of course it will. Yeah. Because yeah. the the it's all fun and games until the movie comes out and then everybody has to see it. <laughs> like, exactly. You know, they're, they're not going to not watch it. So I, I just know from, from doing all the conventions that we do, we travel around and we, we meet people that, that the real fans, true fandom is about appreciating all of those ebbs and flows over time, you know, and, and if something doesn't work, you say, oh, yeah, I remember in 78 when they tried to do that, that didn't work. But, oh, and then they revived it in 85 and all oh, that really yeah. worked. And, you know, we're all we're all nobody can ever take the original away. The original is the original and it's pure and it's perfect. And, and if they and, can and come so, along and do something great like this that you're talking about, then then they should. And, you know, and, that, and that's the good that. argument. That's the argument against sequels of any kind, actually, because it's like. I I still you got that first one. It's like like Goonies, for example. It's like it's never gonna. I mean, yeah, we could, but it's like, but you know, you have the. I I, I love the fact that I grew up at a time where you made a movie. I love that movie. You don't need to get the second one necessarily. It's like you know, uh, it, you don't need to get the second one. There's certain films this is like our that. first big life disagreement with each other. <clears throat> because you, oh, to me, if more. you go into a movie theater and the lights come down, we're going to develop more arguments with each other, I'm sure, over time. But, but when the lights come down and the, and the screen comes on and they show, like in Goonies, it's that skull that comes out like that. Yeah. And, and uh, it's, in the, it's in the, you can hear the, the, the cell door close because the first thing starts in the jail. And, that, and it, there's just something so like... Whenever I watch it with people, they they're already screaming and yelling just at the the sound of the closed uh, door. Three that, months earlier, there was a version of a movie that you didn't care about. Once the lights go down, you're experiencing the movie. That's it. You're in your house, right? You turn the lights off in your house. You turn the screen on. You put the well. There's no DVDs anymore, but whatever. You download. You hyper whatever. You turn it on and you watch it. The movie. You're, maybe you'll never watch the sequel. You'll you'll see it occasionally on a menu, and you'll be like, oh, they should never have done that. And then you watch the original, and it's there. It doesn't matter. Oh, no, 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 you misunderstanding me. I'm just saying for movies that didn't make a sequel, look, I'm a ticket buyer. I, I, I'm, I mean, just, you know, I'm the, I'm the, the rat that eats the cheese and gets his head smashed every time. Cause I just want the cheese. I don't care. Ah, it stings. He's not learning. No, I like cheese more than the sting. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm, I'm a, I'm a consumer of movies. I'll do it. I don't mind sequels. I love that they do them, but I'm saying ones that didn't do a sequel it's like, I also find that's okay because it's like, okay, I got that, you know? I mean, it, like, I don't like, I, I'm not a huge fan of certain remakes. Like, a, a sequel, but a remake. Like, uh, I wish Steve Martin had never done Pink Panther. I feel like that was Peter Sellers, and I just, I, I was not, 
uh, that, like that's one that I can think of uh, off the top of my head that I'm like. I know Miracle so, on 34th Street was one that people weren't happy that it got remade. And uh, there's there's a. I didn't remakes. even know they remade that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they they. I just remember when that came out. I was trying to make this argument to sort of calm the waters for people, but but. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to remake Casablanca, I guess. Wait, wait, but imagine, yeah, I mean, not... can you imagine someone? Let's take a, a, a like a movie like we were, we talked about. Take a movie like It's a Wonderful Life, and we're going to update it. It's like, no, please don't. It's not mm. about the. It's Jimmy Stewart. It's Donna Reed. This is this is an amazing film that stands and and it and it's like, yeah, of course you could you could. We're going to well, in a weird it up way, it the, spawned a, a, a whole genre of movies. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, it's yeah, like it's, it's at the birth of the Nile that one, and then you've got a million other films that are that that oh oh something. You know what? I, you, know? you know, you know what would be cool is if you just did. It's a wonderful life. Call it. A, it's a miserable life, and it's from Potter's <laughs> point of view. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, that George Bailey. He took my legs. Ah, you know. <laughs> And you find out that, you know, George's dad was the one who kneecapped him when they were kids, and that's why he can't walk. And and the other Bailey, I mean, because the one problem I have with that is that guy never got his real comeuppance. Only in Saturday Night Live did, did they ever do that, where Dana Carvey played, played, you know, he was doing Jimmy Starr. And he goes in there, he goes, I want a piece of you, Potter. And they find out that Phil Hartman they, plays they, Uncle Billy. And he goes, and they and they he pulls him out and, and it's John Lovitz is 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 Potter. And you see he stands up and he goes, He can walk, and he just starts beating him to, It's the best. Yeah. I feel not to be political, but I feel a little bit like we've been living in Pottersville for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you've been paying attention. See, I just I just I tuned that out. I just I I I was I went ostrich for a long time. Well, I'm one of these people who wants to be a billionaire and wants everyone else to have food and shelter and clothing. And you know, like can you can you have both? But but he he, he I don't want to I don't need to be a billionaire. That's that you get in the news for that. Multi-million oh, would be good. I'm one of those guys. I'm like give me a chance to prove what kind of I wouldn't be a billionaire for long. Let's put it that way. But uh Hey, listen, you become a billionaire, just throw me one million. That's it. Just one. Just one? Just like I just George need... Clooney just did? <laughs> Wait, he gave me he he didn't give me a million. Supposed, in the news it said that he gave fourteen friends a million dollars. Well, I'm not one of those. Like friends. showed up at their house with a duffel bag, like, here's a million dollars. Is that a tax write-off? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> I don't know. But if you're a billionaire, it doesn't matter. Right? Like, you know, but I suppose no, what I was gonna say was uh, Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life, he beats Potter by by well obviously friends he who has you know, friends and can never be poor or whatever but they do bring a truckload of money to him they bring the amount of money yes right? <laughs> like, but, but what i want is like i want like I, I wish movies back in that day did like you know like after the credits they do the uh, an end scene like the avengers and literally he's over there going man george bailey he just, like, and all of a sudden like he's by the fire and his blanket catches on fire he's like ah and he All just right, goes up one. and his face melts what if like Indiana what if Jones. They, what if we took Potter to the gym where the pool opens up and you just push him in the... <laughs> no, no, you just leave him in the middle. He goes, no, no! And he just... <laughs> yeah, that's it. And he just starts, starts to... Oh, yeah. In the comment section of this uh, experience we're having here, people should write their ideas for how to dispatch of Potter. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm. Send it in, guys. Let's like we want the comments and we want to read. We'll check them out. Um, 
how do we nothing get too grizzly? It's Christmas. No, be grizzly. Maybe it's like we get no. This is retro Give him half a cup of eggnog, something like that. No, decapitate him. I want him out. I want him just like, just like you know, take your favorite video game character. It is one how of the. They, oh my God! Let's make Potter a character in Mortal Kombat, but he can't defend himself, and they just <laughs> rip out he, his spine. Oh. Did Barrymore win an Oscar for that part? I don't know if he won, uh, but I'm pretty is sure he, he was nominated? nominated. Yeah, pretty sure he was nominated. It is one of the all-time greatest performances on screen. I mean, I think it's what yeah. he when he sees him when when the guy comes and he, and the money and he puts the money and he wants he he wants to look out at him when he sees that he, he's yeah oh and, and so just good. that that part he goes have a cigar like when he's you trying to be nice. You called me a warped, frustrated old man. Oh, this is good. We're we're having Lionel Barrymore uh, uh, impression off. All right, pal. Well, listen, thank you. Uh, it, this has been a blast. We appreciate you so much. We'll get together over the holidays uh, through Zoom or COVID free, or I'll come see you bubble wrapped, and we'll uh, we'll we'll start our script for Goonies too. Send it to Stephen. Uh, I called him Stephen like I know him, Drew. Everybody know. calls him Stephen. It's like share. <laughs> No, it's uh, not. No, it is not. It is not like Cher. <laughs> no, he doesn't look anywhere near as good in a there, dress as Cher. There was never uh, actually. Was my wife say, is my wife is somehow related to to Steven Spielberg's wife. Actually, she's they're like a distant cousin. Kate, Kate, Kate Capshaw. Capshaw. Yeah, uh, but uh, and I'm like, why don't you use that? She's like, meh. I was just watching Schindler's List the other night. It's unbelievable the, what that guy has accomplished for cinema. But, but what I was going to say to you is, Nolan North, you're a beautiful human being. I wish you a very Merry Christmas to you and your entire family. Congratulations to your son. I'm excited for him. I shall root for him. And, Thank you. And to your whole crew, stay safe and healthy and strong. And I, as my grandmother, Duke, used to say, I love you all. We loves you all too, pal. Thank you so much. Love to your family. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you soon. Okay, guys, the moment many of you have been waiting for. Uh, thank you again to Sony for who continues to just send us these amazing uh, photo assets uh, uh, from the upcoming Uncharted movie this summer. Uh, remember, Retro Replay is your exclusive source for this material. So keep checking in with us. Uh, and if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button. Uh, there are memberships available from 5 to $50. Uh, make it a joyous holiday season and subscribe. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to do that, and uh, I just did. So uh, without further, further ado, uh, Drew, pop us up the first photo. <laughs> Uh, we've seen the the cross before. Now yeah. there's two of them up there. There are, yeah. Um, do you know what the only problem? I can't really understand. I can't quite figure out how big that is. I know, right? Like, because the the way they've the way they've delivered these, like the perspective on it, you're not sure. Well, I mean, I think let's go back to let's go back and look at the some of the one of the old photos. Okay, that we previous got. photos. So here's one where he's holding it in his hand. So that kind of gives you an idea that it's pretty it's pretty big. Like it's big enough to where like you 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 would you could it takes up like almost your entire hand to hold one of those crosses. I'm sorry, I was looking at his meaty fist. I mean Nathan Drake's meaty fist. Uh that's a pretty good size. I mean, that's yeah. that's going to be I had to wax my hands for that. A lot of people don't know. 
Okay, it's not my hand, it's Tom's. Let's see, so that's, I mean, it's gotta be like as big as this, right? I mean, yeah. kind of holding something, Yeah. obviously, but. And it's probably like it's solid gold, I'm assuming. So it's probably pretty heavy too. Like they're probably somewhat like substantial. Have you have you if you had solid gold? Are you, are you do you know about the weight? Oh, it's super heavy. Well, I've seen. I know it seems like that in movies, but I thought everybody was just kind of no. tired and weak. Yeah. Okay, it's super I, heavy. I have a lot of gold. Gold bars. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I I keep all my uh, yeah. valuables uh, and, and I trade them for cougarans, um, because I like to say the word cougarans. Uh, scotch tape. Uh, you actually talked to me earlier today about this when we saw this. Yeah. Um, if you look at like the the map, uh, do, do, the, first of all, the compass, the kind of the rose compass thing. Yeah. Can you? Did you zoom in on anything where you could see? Is that is that where north, south, east, west is? That yeah, is it, it doesn't quite. I mean, I'm assuming this is north, south, uh, east and west. East and west. Well, yeah. You had a good point. If we back out, that looks kind of like Italy. It does. Kind of that tip, kind yeah. of like the... Because Italy has this little thing that kind of juts out, and, uh, yep. and then it kind of curves, and it kind of looks like a boot. It's right. kind of, the cross and, and is kind of covering the, the boot Sicily look. below it, kind of kicking, and then... Yeah. Would that possibly be Malta? I think so, yeah. If and we this, looked at modern maps, uh, which you guys can do, um, we've been doing our research, trying to figure it out. So we're just trying to, trying to figure it so, out. And there's two of those keys. Right. So uh, whatever I, it is to unlock that thing. So, so here's why I, I I think it's Italy. I th you know and and you're kind of like well why Italy? I mean, yeah why? Yeah hold on, Drew, why Italy? I you know I have a theory. What is your uncharted theory? Well as we know I th we we assume we're assuming a lot here. Yeah. We assume that Magellan is a big part of. Uh, Nathan Drake's journey, like there's. But we don't assume that. I think that's been that's it, been unlocked. That it's it? Magellan. Yeah. yeah, it's going to hinge around the Magellan because the yeah. previous ones, uh, we had the the picture of Magellan in the book, right? Yep. yep. And uh, yep. boom, there's the uh, that that earlier graph uh, graphic that they gave us. So it's centered around his, um, you know, um, a journey around the world. Yeah, where he circumnavigated. He yep. took five ships. That's the word I was looking. Journey yeah. around the world, or circumnavigated yeah uh well and one of his uh one of his passengers on the ship was an italian scholar ah. and explorer named pigman what's that the pig man the pig the pig the pig man yeah pig man. antonio pigafetta right antonio pigafetta pigafetta pig man yeah pigafetta yeah pigafetta was italian. he was a, he was an italian scholar that joined him on the journey that circumnavigated and he was out of out of I think 250 people out of on five ships that like left Spain, one ship only one only ship one ship out. came back and only 18 people survived. He was one of the 18, and he is the the man who documented. He had a, a journal that documented the entire journey, like what happened, and and it's 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 kind of like reading the the Iliad's Odyssey. That's how like almost fantastical it sounds, and that's why we know so much about his about. Yeah, so Pigafetta was the one who who. It's the only resource that we had about Magellan's journey. Right. And right. I think uh, the only thing he left out of that is the uh, five ships left, only four, or one made it back because the other four, uh, they hit the Bahamas, they never left because it's beautiful. So I, I think, I think if, if they're in Italy, they're probably looking for clues that 
Pigafetta left. Okay. Right? Okay. Well, you know what? Um, I don't know. It's possible. I mean, I, I, I love, I love, I love your enthusiasm, though. <laughs> uh, okay. That's uh, photo number one. Drew, yeah. we have a second photo. Here it comes. <laughs> There, oh wow! This now this is clearly a place that needs a housekeeper. Yeah, this this reminds me. This feels like every every Uncharted game. Like to me, like you walk in, spider webs, old statues. Uh, there's probably a clue to be unlocked here, right? Um, yeah, the fact that that is either a giant man on a horse or a man whose head is the same size as a horse. Yes. Is he riding a small horse? Yeah, maybe a pony, you know? Yeah, but that's not good for the pony's back. No. But look at the and detail. It looks like he's about to punch the, the back of the horse's head. Like, he's like, you're yeah. a bad horse. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, it looks like he's probably missing a sword or maybe... Flag? A, a cross. Oh. What if... Ooh, oh, wait, wait, now I'm looking at the shield. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You so, know what, Drew? Okay. Kind of looks like uh, the previous picture on that. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So Magellan, in a lot of his photos and art, he's seen wearing like this cross on his chest. And that's like mm -hmm. the Spanish cross. And, it, and it's also, you can see it on a lot of coins. Ferdinand Magell Magellan. Do you think back in the day they called him, like his buddies called him Ferdy? Ferdy. Hey, Ferdy, want to go get a cerveza? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Hey, Ferdy, what, right. what's up? Or did they say further like, than that? Do you think they were very proper? Yeah, and he was probably like, I'm going to join this band called Black Eyed Peas. To, no. <laughs> I'll see myself out on that one. Please. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, if you look at that coin, yeah. it has some of those, uh, the same kind of deals. Yeah, so it's got the cross on it, right? And, and what's crazy... And, and it's got you, the round ends like the, the jewels. Right. I like it. Right. And it kind of looks like, I mean, if you think about it, each point on that cross could look like this, right? This is like, a, if you put four of these together. Oh, you could come up with a, a great, beautiful letter opener. Yes. Not kidding. <laughs> or if you put those on three sides, Holy Trinity, mm -hmm. and the, then they just make it like a nice letter opener. It'd be heavy, I understand. Yeah. It's gold. Gold, but, yeah. You know. Do you, does Very anybody use letter openers? I don't think so. I mean, like, I feel like... I use a letter opener for my email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm kooky. That'd be a nice animation. Like, every time you opened email, it, like, trims a little... Just kind of open it up? Yeah. Yeah. You've got mail. I still, like, I missed that. I mean, Okay, no, I see your point. What do you wow. think, right? Like, I think, so I think that's another of... Play it. I love him, loving uh, this. Yeah, loving this graphic. Okay. Um, so what if? What, so I think what if like the cross, like he could be holding a cross here, right? Or if you put it inside his hand, does something unlock? You know, like a. Doorway? I don't know. Well, again, you don't know how big it is, but um, clearly it, nobody's touched it in a while because the cobwebs. Right. Right. Um, what, what? And there's it looks like there's a back out. There's a chest in the back there. Yeah, down at the bottom here. Could that be in the same room? Oh, go back to the go back to the photo with his hand. 
Look, I'm just looking at the shape of that lock. It's kind of a triangle. Mm. That is a cabinet. Nope. Go back. And it looks like there's uh, 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 fish bones or something. What is that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It looks it's like a dinosaur. <laughs> Ow! It's the land of the lost. Dinosaurs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ferdinand, it does look Fer like By the way, Ferdinand Magellan in this movie should be played by Will Ferrell. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm a lost. <laughs> that's, that's Will Ferrell doing it Italian. Yeah, not me. of course. What is that thing behind it? Is that a cage or something? Oh, my sort? God. You know what that is? Dude, that's a, la that's a lobster pot. That's a lobster pot. This must be a fishing village. There's a dead fish and a lobster pot. It looks like a lobster pot. Anybody from Maine would know that. It's a lobster pot. <laughs> the lobsters go in, but they can't get out. What, this giant cage? Big lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you see giant lobsters do that's where three of them Back five ships went down because a lobster attacked them yeah this is like a, a twenty thousand leagues under the sea uh, i just like that it just looks like a failed taxidermy store you know it's like i can't stuff the fish <laughs> <laughs> i can keep the bones it's not what i'm paying you for uh but it looked like you see there's like things up at the top of the picture like tusks yeah, yeah. it's like i don't know what's going on in there but i can't wait to find out i know um right? and if you want to find out more you stay tuned to retro replay we're going to have more exclusive footage uh coming soon uh and uh you know uh, leading all the way leading up to the release of the uh the film yeah um uh in the summer uh you know hopefully we're we're uh, everybody's been vaccinated and is healthy. We can go to the theaters again and yeah. like, eat popcorn and, you know, um, just have a good time again. This is cool. This is cool. Again, Sony, thanks so much. Uh, Sony marketing PR teams, they're, they're helping us out and uh, we're proud to be their uh, exclusive uh, uh, first look uh, friends. Is that kind of a, you know, there's nothing written. It's not, we don't have contracts or anything, but it's, uh, it's fun. Uh, and yeah. um, I, this, as everybody knows, Uncharted's been a huge part of my life, uh, and I, I'm really am thrilled with uh, what you know what they've done with this. I'm very, very excited. I, you know, I remember talking. I, I, if I'm repeating myself again, guys, forgive me. But Ari Arad um, was was talking about this years ago uh, when he when they came up with the idea of like where was Nathan Drake in his 20s. So I think this is a, a great um, idea for a game uh, because it's part of the franchise we haven't seen uh again not technically a prequel or anything but it just shows that segment of how he became um the drake you know and love in the games so i i'm, I'm excited for it i really yeah. am and um you know just can't say enough about him i really can't i i know everyone's like a little too effusive in your praise um said some guy with that accent I, don't know. I really don't know what that is, but but I really am. I'm really I'm really excited about it. I think uh, I I can't wait to get my uh, ticket. I mean, or yeah. maybe Sony could send us some free passes. I think we can arrange that. I think I, I think uh, you know what I mean. Hook me up. Yeah. Oh, let's get Drew on the red carpet. Sony, make that happen. That would be amazing. But we're, we're but we're gonna dress you like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Just roll me out like in a cage. No, no, we're gonna dress you like an Uncharted character. Maybe <laughs> yeah. like one of the, the, like a, the those blue uh, <laughs> dudes in Uncharted Two. <laughs> yeah, the blue zombie men. Yeah. Oh no, the, or slippery, the naked slippery naked guys. guys. Yeah. The slippery naked ones. Like, <laughs> you get a lot of pictures taken. That's you? an interesting point. Like, so most 
Uncharted, all the Uncharted games have, except for the fourth one, has like a supernatural. That's right. Spin. I There's wa- always been a supernatural kind of paranormal type. Ooh. Yeah. I wonder if this. If will there be? Will. You know what? There's going to be Austria's Krampus. Austria. That's what you know. Uncharted. We could do the next Uncharted movie should just be all in Austria. Kill Krampus. Yeah. It's just the worst. Drake versus Krampus. I could see that. The Christmas special. <laughs> well, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, thanks. Thanks, uh, and uh, stay tuned. We're going to have more. Well, hey, it's time for our uh, photos on the bar. It's the last photos on the bar of the year. Yeah. Uh, for 2020. Um, up first, RJ Bryan. There he is, pictured with a hell of a handsome guy uh, at a con near you. This guy. Kay Simpson, it's the lovely KK, uh, who I've had the pleasure of meeting many, many times. Longtime replayer, lover. Uh, and finally, Dalton Myler. Dalton Myler. Uh, there he is. There's Dalton, wearing the green. Boston Celtics fan, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Drew, this is, we're wrapping up the year. We're wrapping up the level. We're we're moving on. I can't believe it. Like, we, that's, I'm trying to think how many episodes we did this year, but like every episode, we had photos on the bar, member shout outs, and we got through them all, which is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Unbelievable that this guy paid attention enough. Um, It's been a hell of a year. A lot of ups and downs, uh, but uh, we muddled through. We muddled through together. Uh, I want to thank all the replayers out there and everybody watching for, uh, you know, hanging in there with us through uh, all of COVID and all the craziness. Um, uh, We hope hope you're enjoying it. Uh, We got more to come. Uh, As you know, we do take a, 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 a... dark period we kind of a dark we take a very dark period it's dark times we 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 take a downtime yeah. um uh yeah. you know to uh kind of you know recharge the batteries so yeah. to speak and uh come up with some new ideas we are going to be shooting some things i know um in the lead up to our um next level um which will level 4 should premiere around when drew uh, probably end of January, I think. We're shooting for new retro replay episodes into January. End of January, beginning of June. Yeah. Somewhere in there. <laughs> um, I don't want to pin us down. No, end of, end of January, beginning of February, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. Try to step. Yeah, hopefully if things, mm-hmm. if uh, everything works out, yeah. Uh, we'll be uh, one thing we are going to do, though, that's different, is um, we are going to continue uh, through the um, hiatus period, um, our member live ch- streams and live chats. Uh, so if you are a member, you can look out for that. Um, we just you know, need time to clean the basement. It stinks in here. Not going to lie to you. Sorry. If you guys had smell-o-vision, you wouldn't watch. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It's just awful. He That's hasn't awful. bathed no. in months. So. And, you know, I, I had part of my sinuses removed so I can't smell anything. The old factory. Smart move. Smart, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so uh, we will be doing that. We're going to do some live streams. And I, I think we've talked about if something silly comes up or something, we, you know, we're going to just do some uh, 
some some live streaming for that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, keep an eye out and uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. Wow, it's happy everything. It is except Christmas. You have to say Merry. Only in this country. Other people say I'm, now. I'm, happy everything. How's that? You know what? Let's cover all the bases. Uh, happy everything to you, Drew, PJ, Paul, Steph, uh, everybody. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, and thank God we're out of 2020. Let's head to 2021. Good spirits, good times. Cheers. I think he, I think he bailed. Sean, you there? No, I, I think he dropped out. What did you do? The computer, literally the battery, look, the battery died on my computer. We literally, we literally died. just went, man, he said, I love you all. And we love you all. And it was like, oh, he just hung up on us. And it was just like. <laughs> the computer, what if it would have died while I was saying I love you? That might have even been funnier. As my grandmother once said, out. And he's like, oh, my God, I hope his grandma's okay. <laughs> That's terrible. Retro Replay stars Nolan North and was created by PJ Harsmer, Drew Lewis, and Nolan North. This episode was edited by me, Stephanie Judge, and mixed by Paul Bach. This show is listener-supported. So, if you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Or join our community as a member on YouTube. You can choose from one of four tiers to support on a monthly basis. If you're currently a member, thank you for supporting and keeping this channel going. This show is brought to you by Red Bear Films and Retro Replay. I'm Stephanie Judge. Stick around for another episode, or we'll see you next week. From the team that brought you the award-winning show Retro Replay and the Emmy-nominated comedy series Con Man comes a new idea just crazy enough to be good. Introducing Couch Soup. I know, I know, you're probably wondering, what is Couch Soup? Well, Couch Soup is content for your hungry nerd soul. Daily articles from fans, not pundits. Weekly podcasts that contain a multiverse of opinions on all things pop culture. Exclusive videos and weekly live streams where we laugh, scream, and sometimes have technical difficulties. All created by folks like you, the gamers, the film nerds, the TV bingers, comic book lovers, bookworms, and pop culture enthusiasts, all in one giant bowl of beautiful, disgusting, soupy goodness at CouchSoup.com. 